So all you have to do is tap the card to somebody's phone and that will actually transfer all of your contact information. And then the server looks at my profile and sees what I want to happen next. You can actually have your card behave in a different way. If everybody has NFC smart business card, then you cannot use it anymore to stand out. What's next? Hi, guys, and welcome to another Danilians Ventures podcast. Today, I have Joy Madei, or Madei, you, you tell me how to pronounce it correctly. You guys can call me whatever you want. Uh, Joey's fine. Madej, Madej. Uh, it's a okay. Polish Okay, Madej. Okay, very good, oh. very good. So Joey's from Mobilo. It's a smart business card. I use it personally myself. I actually have it right here. And this is the reason why I wanted to get Joy on the podcast, because I wanted to know more about the company. How did you guys get started? What did you guys use when you were starting out and getting your initial customers and so forth? So we can all learn from you and get to know your company better as well. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Yeah, appreciate you uh, reaching out. And yeah, always it's a new market and a new technology. So uh, the more eyes that we can bring, uh, the better, um, just because, you know, what we're really trying to do is uh, help people, companies save a lot of money, be sustainable. So um, the more eyes, the better. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about yourself, your background and obviously about your company. What do you guys do? What do you do at the company and a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So me personally, I've traditionally been uh, from a sales background, uh, working for some larger companies like Motorola, Groupon, uh, a lot of startups in San Francisco. Um, and uh, my previous venture before Mobilo, uh, I worked for a Montreal based company with an event planning platform, which is where I actually met uh, my co-founder uh, currently here at Mobilo, which is Peter. He was actually my uh, my old boss at my old company. Um, wow. And then when he decided of the idea of Mobilo, which was uh, originally came about from being at a conference. Uh, he was in Detroit, Michigan, had just finished a conference. He had a hundred business cards on him. Uh, and he always states that, you know, at the end of a conference, all you want to do is have a beer at the bar. Uh, nobody really wants to do data entry or data management. And so he thought that there had to be a, a better way to, you know, just follow up with leads quicker. And that's when he actually poached me about doing uh, this uh, venture with him. This at the time was basically a week and a half into when COVID first hit uh, here in the States. So there was a, you know, a question of are people ever going to network ever again? Um, and so it was obviously a weird time because, you know, if you put yourself back in that mindset, it was, you know, how long is this going to last? Um, so nobody really knew at that time. But and initially when he reached out, um, I was a little on the fence uh, because, you know, really, when I think about it initially uh, from a maybe a consumer perspective, you think just a business card. And I personally just didn't think it was that sexy um, hmm. and uh, ultimately decided that there would be a lot more benefits um, to, you know, doing a, our own company together. You know, it was a little bit of a hesitation to willingly quit my job when everybody was losing their jobs at that time. Um, but then we ultimately decided that the vision of the company was something that, you know, people weren't really trying to, to uh, focus on. Um, because really the vision of our company uh, was, it is to bridge the gap 
between, say, LinkedIn and Salesforce. So people come to us for a business card, uh, but quickly they realize that we're offering more of a business tool. And so the vision is where LinkedIn, you don't really have a lot of follow-up activities. With Salesforce or a CRM, you don't really use it in a social situation. So that is the vision of our company. Uh, what we're really trying to accomplish is creating a digital Rolodex, a contact management opportunity or application that really comes right from a business card. And so uh, we're really offering like a marketing solution uh, at the end of the day, um, something that's integrated with a lot of different solutions. And so initially when uh, we started this uh, company, you know, there, nobody was taking meetings. You know, the world was sort of on fire. Um, and so we actually took those that time where we knew that regardless of a vertical, people were not having meetings. They were at home. And we just took a few weeks to just do some customer research, just determine, you know, what is the business card uh, process for paper uh, within your company? Uh, who's purchasing it? Who is giving the approval? Uh, would something like this actually work for you? Would you be interested in it? And so that was actually a very influential time for us to determine like who we really wanted to go after, uh, who were the the best companies or verticals. It's something we're still trying to define uh, as well. Um, I think that's one of the really strong aspects of this market is it's not really tied to a specific industry. Um, you know, we work with real estate agents. We work with software companies, professional sports teams, international banks, roofing companies, construction. It, it really is endless. Um, so that's really healthy for us to be in a market like that um, because so many people are interested in a product like this. Um, because ultimately, the alternative, which is paper, it's a little archaic. Um, it's expensive as well. Um, so um, that's why we're really trying to help companies save money too. Good, good, good. So tell me, what is Mobila Card anyway? Yeah. Right. So like smart business card, does it mean it has a chip or yeah. you know, do I have to upgrade firmware or what how does that work? Like because I think what is really cool about you guys is that you have a physical marketing product, kind of like a hybrid. There is, you know, the physical aspect, the card itself, right? That it can be, I think, plastic, metal, and wood, but there is also a digital aspect to it. So there is like a landing page builder, there is a lead form. Yeah. Um, there is so much more that you can attach to it. And that's what initially drew me to the product is that I thought like, hey, cool, I can change the function of the smart business card based on a meeting I'm going to or based on an event or whatever that is. And I think I thought that was cool because I kind of thought like, okay, so this is basically the last business card I'll, I'll ever need to buy. Right. So tell me a little bit about the product and how did you come up with the idea? Yeah. So um, the product is an NFC smart business card. Um, you can go back and forth in the market between digital business card, smart business card. We lean in with smart business card. Um, so it's a physical product. Uh, it varies, as you mentioned, between plastic, wood, metal. Uh, you can mix and match materials. Uh, but we've embedded an NFC chip inside of the card. Um, so all you have to do is tap the card to somebody's phone, and that will actually transfer all of your contact information. Uh, so as you mentioned and alluded to, uh, really it is the last business card that you would need. Um, as you can see here um, with a specific design like this, 
Uh, it has a name on it, it has a logo, but there's no phone number, there's no email, there's no fax. Um, so the benefit is if you have to change your information, you don't need to purchase a new business card anymore because that's actually where a lot of companies are spending a lot of money. Every three, six, or 12 months, somebody gets promoted. Somebody gets married and they change their name and then they have to purchase all these cards again that they probably don't use and they waste and it sits in their drawer. As you mentioned, though, we do really like our solution because it's flexible. It's both online and offline. Uh, so we have a mobile app. Your QR codes always live within the app. Um, so you can access it at any time. So even if you forget your card at home, it's okay. Uh, recently, we actually launched a um, widget uh, on your home screen that has a QR code. Um, so both online and an offline product. Uh, we have some clients that actually don't opt in for anything physical. They only use the digital app. Um, but we really like the physical product um, because one thing that we want to do and one reason we created this company was also to bring the magic back to the business card. Um, a lot of companies over the last 15 to 20 years have sort of actually gone away from wanting a business card because they think we live in a digital world now. Um, I can find you on LinkedIn, those sorts of things, which is not wrong. But being able to now offer you a digital product for the digital world uh, really compensates the preferred method of how you actually should step into the new way or the new generation of networking. So something that's always at your fingertips, something that's efficient, um, because, you know, 88% of business cards get tossed in the trash within a week anyways. Um, so having something that is eco-friendly uh, really goes a long way because a lot of people want to look like they are on the cutting edge of technology, that they are sustainably driven. Uh, that's obviously a, a really big uh, motion or, uh, you know, uh, movement right now. Um, so being able to do those little things to, you know, contribute uh, definitely goes a long way. Going into the product itself and where it initiated the idea, Peter, um, so he, we're sort of a, a thunder and lightning combination because as I mentioned, uh, I pride predominantly uh, handle the sales. Uh, he's more on the technical side of everything. Um, so he uh, comes from a 3D printing background. Uh, so he's very familiar with printing and production uh, and the supply chain of how all of this works. And uh, he had been playing around uh, with NFC a little bit, you know, NFC, isn't a new technology. People are actually get a little bit um, taken back by that. Because if you recall, I think it was back in 2012, 2011, they actually had commercials with two Android phones where they would bump each other and share contact information. That's NFC. Um, so NFC specifically isn't new per se, um, but it's becoming more and more mandatory. Um, back in 2018, uh, Apple actually decided that they weren't going to make phones anymore that don't have NFC out of the box. Um, it's becoming more and more of a mandatory technology requirement uh, for smart devices, uh, which definitely you know caters to our use case. So we're always very um, uh, eyes to the screen when it comes to any uh, new Apple updates because you know we're sort of playing uh, in between Apple and Android and really trying to offer a product that caters to both. Um, so our cards are compatible with an Android device and an Apple device. Um, and so, um, that's where we're really gonna make sure that no matter who you meet, you could always transfer your information. I actually, when I ordered my card, first thing that I did is I did a little bit of snooping around. I wanted to know how it works. So tell me if I'm wrong. So the way that it works is you touch a phone with a card and then NFC, you know, reader reads the chip. And actually what it does, it just reads the URL. 
just does that and then it goes to your server and then the server looks at my profile and sees what I want to happen next. So if I want to redirect to my website, I can do that. It just redirects from that URL to my website. If I want to display a form, you have a lead form. If I want to display a form to gather contact information, for example, at an event or something, like maybe I could have a form that people fill out and then I send them samples or something like that. Right. I could have a form or I could just, uh, or you, I think, open a, a VCV file and that's like the contact file and then that gets pop up. Uh, popped up and then we basically be able to um, add all the information with one click or I think there was another option as well oh yeah and then there was the landing page that contains all the social media links if right. I remember correctly that's pretty much all of it at least for now yeah so in my opinion the coolest thing about our product our solution is that based on the situation that you're in you can actually have your card behave in a different way. And so that's such an advantage because every meeting has a different objective. Whether you're meeting new clients, existing clients, um, you know, you need to, to, to have it manipulated uh, differently. Um, so to summarize uh, what you said and to, con to give you some confirmation as well, just to make sure we're aligned, um, you can use the card as a normal business card. I tap my card to your phone. It transfers all my information. And as you just mentioned, that's exactly right. It points to our server, populates your profile, uh, and shares that information. Uh, there's another option where you can actually uh, tie in a specific direct URL. The advantage there is perhaps I'm going to a meeting with clients that I've known for years. They already know my name. They already have my email. I don't need to share my business card. But I do want to share something quick, relevant, contactless. Maybe it's a presentation I'm about to give. Maybe it's a Google review, a PDF. Uh, anything in a URL format uh, would work. It's the same idea of when you go to a restaurant and you scan a QR code and take you to a menu. It's the exact same idea. It's not the most used function within our platform, but in a lot of ways, it's actually the most powerful because um, you can really point anywhere you want. Um, so there's a lot of cool, interesting use cases that these companies can now or these users can now develop in terms of like something that actually is even like a leave behind, like a promotional item. Because um, you could purchase 100 cards, uh, you could give those cards out. Um, and the cool thing is, if you gave your card to me, you know, this is now something physical, tangible, sort of like a marketing collateral that I can now put on my desk, my fridge, my in my office. Um, and it's also a little bit of a differentiating factor now because rather than you send an email that gets lost with 10 other, 50 other emails in your inbox, now there's actually something in your house that you can look at. And at any time, you can tap that to your phone and see updated information that you, that this person you know wants to send you. Um, so it, in this way, it's also sort of a living, breathing, uh, physical marketing, uh, component, which can be really used in a lot of interesting ways. So that's another option in terms of how you could actually use the card or how it can function. And then another function, which is arguably also our most powerful function, and that's our lead generation feature. And so lead generation is designed to flip the script and really stay in control of a conversation. You know, historically, if you go out to a conference or an event, you give out your paper card, you cross your fingers, you hope they reach back out to you. And so with lead generation, the idea is to actually capture information. 
So any scenario where it's more valuable to absorb a, a business card rather than to give it out, um, you can use lead generation. So if I met you, I could tap my card to your phone, and then rather than my information immediately pop up, a form will uh, generate on your device. And so the prospect, which if we were to meet, is you in this scenario, you're going to actually enter your information on your own smartphone. And the reason why that's actually key to note is based on autofill. Because you're doing this on your own phone, this actually should already auto-populate. You submit your information. Usually that takes just two or three seconds. And then once that form is submitted, the first thing that's going to happen is an SMS exchange will take place to both parties. So I get your information and you get mine. So you can think of lead generation as really the new way for two business cards to be transferred digitally. So the scenarios where this is very uh, beneficial are exactly a conference, a, a networking event, a trade show, any scenario where you're meeting a lot of people all at once and you also want to follow up with them. Um, because the idea is not only is this SMS exchange going to take place, but also naturally since this data was submitted, it's obviously captured. And so then from there, you can have a lead book or a, a list of all of your leads within our application that you can follow up with. You can make set a status, um, a follow-up, um, add them as a favorite, um, export these leads, put them into some sort of drip campaign. Um, the whole idea is just to ensure that you can follow up with your leads faster. So we connect to over 4,000 different applications. So like if you want, you can pipe your data into Salesforce, HubSpot. Uh, Google Sheets, Mailchimp, uh, Microsoft, Via Zapier, right? or something through yeah. Zapier, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, but for companies or users that don't have a CRM, the benefit of using our platform is we will actually act as a mini personal CRM for you, so that you have all of your contacts in you know a, a managed area. Cool, very cool, very cool. I see that you actually handle sales. It, it, it feels like it. You know, you're very good at persuading people uh, <laughs> but you don't have to sell to me anymore i already have your product <laughs> but true. you're doing a very good job i think it's very very interesting because from my perspective uh, it's um, like what got me really interested in the product is that it's a hybrid product it's kind of like the physical the, the the card is just an avatar for the service basically in a sense and um, i mean there are many 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 uh nfc powered like business cards and it's like they compete on price and on design mostly as i've seen at least but i've seen very few offers where you actually have a digital service attached to it i think now your competitors are starting to do that as well because maybe they've seen what you're doing and some other companies are doing and they're starting to kind of playing catch up a bit but tell me a bit, how did you finance your company? How did you get started? So you had an expertise, you started the company. Did you just use your own money? Did you use VC? How did that work? So we raised money. Um, we wouldn't at this point um, be able to disclose how much. Of course, uh, of course, of course. But uh, we try to definitely just focus, though, on building a sustainable pipeline in terms of finances. Um uh, we believe that's the best way to go. Um, you know, we want to ensure that this is a well, you know, breathing machine. Um, but yeah, um, there was a, a mix of um, different uh, investors. Um, but uh, yeah, that's sort of standard uh, in order to uh, to prove growth. Um, you know, it's the classic thing of you know you got to spend money to to make money. 
so yeah, um, you know, we went through uh, a period where we, you know, really tried to build a, a customer base. Um, you know, the the business card, absolutely, as you just mentioned, is sort of the MVP. Um, mm-hmm. You know, getting all of these users in um, and allowing them to use our platform in different ways. Um, and then once we were able to, you know, prove a, a little growth, um, you know, we went through a few months of, you know, fundraising. And you know, the the most important thing when it comes to fundraising uh, is, you know, finding people that believe in the product. Um, because we as, um, you know, founders, we're, we don't want to have the mindset that we know how everything works. Um, you know, if you, if you have that mindset, you'll start to get a little complacent. Um, and so when we're looking for people to, you know, invest in Mobilo, uh, we're looking for people that, you know, can give us advice, um, to, you know, teach us the, the strengths, the weaknesses of other companies, uh, where other companies have, you know, sort of made the wrong decision so that we can ensure that we make the right decisions. Uh, it's always an uphill battle and we'll continue moving forward to, you know, ensure that, um, our, um, pipeline in terms of like how long we have as a, a, ro- a roadmap is, is always situated. You know, the, the exciting part is, um, up until now, um, our cards have been used 2 million times, um, across 199 countries. Um, and I think if you were to ask Siri how many countries in the world there are, I think there's only 196. Uh, so a few of them are territories uh, that we consider. Uh, so um, it's really exciting to see our product being used in so many different countries. I think that's the one thing that when I look back on it or I look at it today and I see the map of where our cards being used, um, that really strikes me um, because, you know, we we did just start this, uh, just a couple people. Now we're uh, almost around 50 users uh, or employees uh, within the company. Um, and that's uh, scattered across uh, the globe. Uh, but primarily our offices are uh, here in the States, in New York City. Uh, we also have an office in the Netherlands. Uh, so we do production shipping from the Netherlands or Europe from the Netherlands. Um, and then uh, we also do production and have uh, people within the uh, Australian and Oceania region as well. So that's always good, especially for customer support, because based on those time zones, there's at least somebody up at all times of the day. Um, and uh, yeah, up until now, um, you know, we're working with over 25,000 organizations, 50,000 customers. Um, and the exciting part is every single one of those customers uh, is an early adopter. Um, you know, I think one of the benefits of us talking today on this podcast is really to bring awareness to the market. Um, you know, you mentioned competitors. We don't necessarily always view competitors as a bad thing because it really brings us a lot of uh, customers as well. People um, see some ad for a competitor, uh, then they realize that maybe that competitor doesn't really fit what their use case is, uh, and then they actually search Mobilo or they find us. It's healthy. Um, you know, anything time you can bring eyes to the market, especially something new like this, um, it's only helpful. Um, and um, yeah, we're as I no- noted though, like with between all those customers, you know, everybody's an early adopter. Um, if you know you go to a conference right now and there's a hundred people, you're probably one of the only few people there that actually have a smart business card, and that's powerful because we've actually done a lot of customer research, and the number one reason why people purchase a digital business card is to stand out. And to be honest, when I got that feedback. I was a little taken back um, because I think there's so many cool reasons why you would migrate to something like this. Environmental reasons, economical reasons, analytics, efficiency, lead generation. But 
honestly, though, when you really think about it for a little bit further, you know, that is actually the reason why anybody buys a paper business card. It's mm. to stand out, to be remembered, to create a lasting impression. And so one of the reasons why I think we've been very fortunate to have a lot of success so far is that we stay true to the value of what a business card should do for you, which is create a lasting impression or this wow moment. And that really is with the NFC tab. You know, people are sort of dumbfounded. Their their jaws, you know, hit the floor uh, and they're like, wow, that's so cool. Um, people, actually our customers sometimes tell us that they go to a conference and their prospects are actually more interested in the Mobilo card than whatever the heck they're selling, uh, which is always funny to hear. So yeah, that's what we want to do is we want to create this wow moment, uh, make you different from the rest. Because I mentioned earlier uh, when we were talking that you know we want to bring the magic back to the business card. And there's a lot of co- uh, cultures still where if you go and hand a business card, they're still giving it to you with two hands. Uh, yeah. It's very important. My co-founder Peter always mentions that, you know, years ago when he would get a stack of business cards on his desk on his first day, you know, that was um, a powerful moment. It was a confirmation of your status within a company. This is my title. This is what I'm doing. Um, These are my responsibilities. And the generation that's coming up doesn't experience that. I think there's a lot of people that don't really or haven't had business cards or they haven't had the need due to a lot of different reasons. And so that's one thing that we want, and that's one of our initiatives, is we want to bring that cool factor, that wow factor, back to the business card because uh, that will only you know make people um, feel a little bit better about their brand and their title. Yeah, uh, completely agree. only thing that comes to mind, though, is that when the novelty kind of effect wears off, what happens then? I mean, if everybody has NFC smart business card, then you cannot use it anymore to stand out. What's next? I mean, of course, you know, I, I mean, you will be a unicorn company if if you manage to sell to everybody your NFC smart business card. But still, I mean, novelty does wear off, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I agree. But I wouldn't say like even like, as I mentioned, the business card is our MVP. Um, so if we get everybody, if we acquire a large market share of people that are interested in that novelty, that's great. But then, you know, as a, as a company, what we need to do is we need to prove that we're building new features that are going to accommodate their use cases. So, you know, it's a standard model, um, that a lot of companies use, especially like, you know, similar to like Slack, where they get you in uh, on a free service, um, get you testing out the product, and then, you know, really upsell you on the features. And so, you know, that's something that we want to, that we need to prove is, is there value in this product? Um, Can we show you that value? Because, you know, uh, most of our products are a subscription. Um, So it is our responsibility for the first 12 months to really show them that, you know, you can use this in a lot of different ways. But we're definitely building new things really on a, on a consistent basis every day uh, to ensure that, um, you know, the next wave of customers um, are going to have a lot of other cool things to, to look at, to work on, um, to utilize. That's another exciting part about uh, what we're doing is there isn't a single aspect of our company or our solution that's finished. So we're, we're constantly uh, working on new uh, developments um, so that, you know, we can really prove that value as well. Cool, cool. So basically... 
I think your cards are more or less inexpensive and that's your kind of way to get customer hooked on the experience and then real real monetization comes from add-on services and I think later down the line that's where you will focus your energy probably right i mean the cards maybe there will be some improvements new material better finishing uh, obviously economy of scale maybe things will get even cheaper and so forth but i think you will focus on the add-on services right because that's very hard to copy compared to the physical product exactly um so we will always and we are currently in the development of new physical upgrades um, especially to our wood and our metal cards. Um, but yes, the, the bread and the butter, the meat and the potatoes is in the software. That's really what companies and people are investing in uh, is the, the back end. Um, and so uh, that's definitely something that we're aware of. Um, one of the reasons why we also launched that widget on your home screen, which is super unique. You know, we, we've always, though, wanted to offer something that's both physical and digital uh, because, you know, the... A business card exchange should be simple. Um, and so, you know, there are a lot of competitors in the market that are digital only. We don't necessarily want to just, we will offer you digital only. If that's what you prefer, that's okay. You're, you're the boss. Um, but, um, you know, if I show you my phone right now, I have all these notifications here. Like if I had to take out my phone every time to exchange information, it sort of disrupts the whole process of what a business card exchange should be. And so that's why having something physical um, quickly, you can tap in, that's it. Um, I think that there's, there, you can't really, even though it is a novelty, I think that that's something that regardless of it's a novelty, if it becomes less of a novelty, it's be going to be the norm in terms of efficiency. Because, you know, ultimately at a very, very, very baseline level, I mean, who really likes carrying around stacks of business cards? Yeah, you know, of that's that alone, you know, can can drive people mad. There uh, cannot be an understatement in terms of um, doing something efficiently. Um, and, you know, that's the goal of technology, regardless of what the product is. You know, it should make your life easier. It's not always the case, but, you know, it should. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The only problem that I have is that you never know where the NFC reader is on the on the device. Sure. So sometimes, you know, it requires a little bit of fiddling. Just yeah. a few seconds just to see where it scans, but otherwise it's a pretty frictionless process. That's completely accurate. You know, it takes a second to understand the ins and outs. You know, you need to become an expert, just like everything practice makes perfect. Yeah, of um, course. You know, if it comes to an Apple phone, the sweet spot's always going to be on the back of the top. Um, mm -hmm. Think about it. If you use Apple Pay, you're always tapping this section yeah. to uh, the, the POS system. Um, and so it's the same thing. That's the trigger point. Uh, with an Android device, it is in a different location. It's still on the back, but it would be in the middle. Uh, and so, um, yeah, it takes a second for um, people to, to to understand that. Yeah, yeah. I, I became an expert after a few taps. I, I started to right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started <laughs> to realize, like, oh, it's an Android. Okay, middle. Oh, it's an iPhone. Okay, it, it stores the, the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it takes a few taps before you kind of get the hang of it. And I think that's pretty cool. By the way, how did you, when you had an idea, you got some funding, you got your first cards, your first batches, how did you get your first customers? Because many times we have an idea, 
we get maybe some seed funding, we create a prototype, and now it's time to sell. It's time to get our first customers. So how did you how did you find your first customers? So when it comes to acquiring customers, uh, I mentioned earlier on the podcast, you know, uh, it uh, you need to spend money to make money. And so uh, when it comes to our marketing team, uh, our marketing stack, you know, that's really the driver there. Um, so, you know, it's a mix of both old and new strategies. Uh, you know, we're using traditional tools, uh, but we're also exploring, you know, new and upcoming tech Um in general, though, like our strategy, though, is, you know, a traditional B2B SaaS product and we market it that way. And, you know, the, the benefit is we actually do also have a very simple and low level of point of entry. Like you can buy a card for seven dollars once, uh, no strings attached, no subscription, um, and it sort of just proves its worth immediately. And so that is really the benefit of, uh, or one of the benefits here of our customer base is our customers are actually our advocates. You know, they're mm. using a product that they're showing off all the time. And so it's sort of this snowball effect of, you know, if we sell a card to one person, they meet 30 people, then maybe five of those become customers or engaged or curious or want a demonstration. Um, so, you know, it took a while for that to, to uh, accumulate you know, we're definitely trying to ensure that from a SEO perspective that uh, when people search uh, for a smart business card, a digital business card, whatever the keywords are, um, that, you know, we have pretty strong rankings so that people can come to our website, request a demo, um, because that's one thing about a solution like this is because it's new, people are always going to have questions. Um, so uh, we really pride ourselves in being the most approachable company. Um, because we know that people need their hands held a little bit. Uh, they need to uh, understand, you know, what it is. You know, seeing is also believing. So um, being able to show somebody visually how it works on a demo can really go a long way. Um, and so, um, you know, in terms of like, you know, acquiring a customer base, you know, it's really just trying to offer the best customer service um, because, you know, somebody that, you know, some average Joe, if they want to switch to a digital solution, there's a lot of companies um, that they could probably invest in and, and, and utilize for their provider. But we really want to have a human element, um, you know, somebody that you can talk to, um, somebody that will listen to your concerns and your, your hesitations and also just point you in the right direction. You know, people don't buy for my reasons. They don't buy for your reasons. They buy for their own reasons. Yeah. And so what we want to do is we want to ensure that people are making the best educated decision for them. We like to consider ourselves the market expert um, because somebody, you know, could go to a, another vendor and they could be completely satisfied. It's not our, our, our specific right to say like, hey, you have to go with Mobello. Um, but people want to be educated and we want to educate them. And I think that approach definitely goes a long way um, because, you know, a lot of our customers, even today, they come from referrals. They say, hey, like, I love this product. Joey or his team were really nice to work with. Like, take a look at them. Um, and you know, that goes, you know, you can't actually underestimate the value there because that's the same thing regardless of what you're doing. Even if you're, you know, looking for a date, uh, you know, if somebody says, Hey, like this person, I know them, they can, they can vouch for them, uh, yeah. and make sure that they're not, you know, uh, uh, some lunatic, you know, that, that means something there. It's sort of that two degrees of, of separation. Um, so, 
we really, really want to offer a great experience so that, you know, ultimately outside of our um, our SEO ranking can can play pay dividends. If I uh, decipher it correctly, basically you use paid advertising to get your initial customers uh, with focus on SEO because you knew that that's going to be long term, like long, long term, like a very, very good and and very valuable channel for you. Mm-hmm. But you do realize you're also in a demand creation phase. So people necessarily, they don't necessarily search for smart business cards because many people just don't know. Correct. So you have to basically use maybe paid advertising and you know kind of generate the demand in a sense. But because your users are advocates like me, for example, I like the product, like honestly, like the product and told about it to my friend who is a VC. And he thought like, oh my God, I'm going to order the wooden one because that's the coolest one. And then I told another ones and then I told a customer and so forth. So basically, and obviously didn't get any kind of like, didn't get paid for it or anything. I just thought it's cool, right? People want to be known as the person who shares cool ideas, right? So for me, that was the value also. I didn't get to use it as much, the card, but being able to help others and create value for them as well was really cool for me. But I think there is an opportunity, right? Like you have to somehow empower people in a sense so that they can maybe benefit or there should be some reinforcement you should reinforce that behavior right i mean now they do it on like on their own they just tell their friends and so forth but maybe you could create some sort of like viral engine or something that encourages people to share and to help maybe like a discount code so hey you know because i'm a user you can get it like a bit cheaper or you can get like the first month of added services for free or something like that i think that'd be really cool Definitely our target market um, is, you know, enterprise companies. Um, okay. But naturally, based on the product, there's always going to be the B2C segment. And it's something that we've catered to since day one. Um, over the last, I would say, um, 12, 10 months, our product team has been focused on creating a feature set. Uh, that does support large scalable teams. Moving forward, uh, within the next six months, it is going to start to even out, and we're also going to cater more to the individuals as well. Um, and one thing that we will do uh, is create a um, a unique uh, affiliate link within your account. Um, so if you do want to share this, then uh, you can uh, and get you know also um, some sort of reward for that. You know people will actually email us pretty much every other day. Like, what's your affiliate program? Can I get involved? Uh, people want to sell this. Um, and yeah. we want to enable them. Like you said, we want to empower them. Um, we just also, from a, um, a UI perspective, from an application perspective, really want to make sure that everything is really ironed out uh, to a T before we you know, go through that uh, development. We actually just um, last week launched our new app, our new UI. Um, it's been something that we've been working on for over a year on. And um, so our heads are just been down, just focusing on that. And now that this new launch has been um, deployed, it really gives us now a new base to sit on to now develop other uh, opportunities because we didn't really want to develop a an affiliate link in an old app that would sort of just, you know, uh, be a little bit difficult. And one of the the benefits of wanting to work with Mobilo, as I mentioned, from the human perspective is 
we're very uh, interested in our customers' ideas. Uh, it's as I mentioned before, like we can't feel like we know everything. There's uh, some of our customers that are out in the field naturally more than us. And so we accept that feedback. Um, our mindset is if one customer is going to tell us, hey, this would be really cool to build, maybe 100 will at, at some point. That is really the exciting part of a technology like this is even though it's so new, people have a lot of ideas. There's so many ways that you could use this. It's very flexible. You know, a, a sales team could use this differently than the marketing team. Uh, and the marketing team could use this differently than what HR does. Yeah, there's a, a, a lot of uh, interesting things, but um, I agree. It's always been something that I've personally within our company been focused on is how do we set our users up for success? How do we create a Mobilo Academy of documentation, collateral, best practices? Because um, people want to know how is the best way to use this. Um, and because there's so many different ways, sometimes people can be a little intimidated. And so one of the benefits is, you know, we have a, our, our biggest team here uh, at Mobilo is actually our support team um, so that we cater towards people and their needs and, um, you know, fix any potential issues that they're facing. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're always there every step of the way as well. Yeah, that's very, very cool. So um, if you think about it, uh, what, what is your like in terms of marketing? I'm always interested, like what tools do you use yourself? Of course, you use probably something like, you know. Uh, CRM system, you know, of course, of your own. Um, you probably have a CRM system if you focus on enterprise customers. I'm sure you have that, you know, in order. Um, you, of course, use PPC, paid advertising, that's for sure. But that's very, very normal. Nothing special there. Is there anything in your stack that is interesting in terms of, is, is there something unique in your marketing stack? The thing is, the most interesting things from our, our stack would probably be our just internal and proprietary systems, uh, which naturally are, are things that we not, uh, can't, you know, disclose. So I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, we, we have a CRM. Uh, we've used a couple. We started with Pipedrive, if you're familiar. Yeah, um, of course. Uh, a very uh, basic but also intuitive uh, platform. Uh, we currently use um Fresh Desk and Fresh Works for a lot of different uh, um, sales and support related uh, management, but yeah, and then I think just a few basic players when it comes to uh, from marketing. What we're doing also now is is really trying to build out our marketing department as well, um, so that they can be a, a, a strength for us. Um, uh, because you know that naturally with any sort of startup bandwidth is always a, a bottleneck. Of course, uh, you know what we've really tried to do over the last uh, few years is prioritize like, okay, like what can we do today? What is in line for tomorrow? And what do we need to push 30 days from now? And, you know, naturally when bandwidth is an issue, like you do need to use a lot of different applications uh, in order to be efficient. I don't think we, from a sales perspective, we'd really be anywhere without a CRM. There's too many people to talk to and we need a lot of reminders that uh, these people need following up with. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I think you make the most of your money from enterprise customers. But if you think about like ambassadors and advocates, I think it's individuals who fell in love with the service and then they start telling others about it. At least that's how I kind of feel because your pricing is kind of maybe geared towards enterprises, not ordering one, but ordering maybe 100 cards or maybe 200 or 500 and so forth. 
And I think the focus in terms of your tools is like on managing teams, right? You will have more and more tools where you can manage many different cards at the same time or do some bulk management and so forth. So I think that's pretty cool. So as we are now starting to wrap up, what is your vision for the next six months? So what, like, what do you want to achieve in the next six months? So what's next for Mobilo? Our objectives uh, for the rest of like this year um, is to specifically build the best platform for teams and individuals. If we can create something that is as user-friendly as people want it, um, that just, you know, is going to go such a long way. Um, because, you know, one of the reasons we created the new app uh, and worked on it for, you know, over a year is that um, we got, you know, some people that didn't really like the old UI. Uh, they thought it was a little outdated. Uh, old school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, our, our philosophy is always let's build it so that it's functional. We'll worry about making it prettier later. I agree completely. So uh, the mindset now is to create just the best best option. Um, you know, there's a lot of competition out there. Um, and we want to make sure that, you know, we cater towards the most amount of use cases. So what I would like to see uh, us accomplish in the next six months um, is definitely on the product side. Um, you know, we have a lot of cool features coming out um, that um, can both contribute to an individual, uh, to a team. But yeah, I mean, we haven't talked about it too much on, on today's uh, recording, um, but typically you, you, you mentioned that, you know, these individuals, these entrepreneurs, these single business owners, um, you know, they want to purchase a card. Uh, they want something that's easy for them. And sometimes there's a lot of overlap. Sometimes we have these entrepreneurs that have their own, um, you know, entity, but then they're a part of another organization. Uh, and then they roll that up to a, a team. And just in terms of that team perspective, you know, the benefit of our solution is if you do want to roll this out to 50 users or 100 users or 500 users, usually you want control over that. You know, you don't want people to put their personal Facebook and Instagrams into the card. So uniformity okay. is really important. Uh, making sure that the branding is exactly the same for everybody. So the ability to restrict fields, lock information, oh, okay, uh, okay. really, really is powerful. You know, a company wouldn't really want to roll this out to a thousand people if they don't really, they can't manage it. Um, and so uh, that's something that uh, is a vision of ours that we want to continue to enforce. Um, how do we make this simple for onboarding, for offboarding? You know, we have a, a really cool uh, integration that's upcoming as well. You know, that's what we want to do is we want to create a system that can connect other places, you know, because even if it's an entrepreneur, even if it's a uh, head of HR at a, a 5,000 person company, really people actually don't want to manage another system. They're already working with mm. so many different applications on a daily basis. Uh, so sometimes people are less interested in actually uh, developing a routine with another application. You know, everybody already has 50,000 apps on their phone. Um, so I would like to have the objective of the last next six months actually be creating an application that you want to go to on a daily basis. Like we always have mm. considered our app a companion app because you could use your card 500 times before ever going into the app. You're, it's not mandatory that you need the app. It's just a nice to have to change modes, see your analytics, update your information. But if we can create something that has so much value that you want to log in every day, 
then I think that regardless if you are your own company or you are part of company, that's really what will, I think, make us uh, different from the rest. Cool. Very cool. I think one of the reasons why I would want to log into the app is to see if anybody clicked on my links because you provide a little bit of uh, analytics-like functionality where you can see when somebody actually clicked on your links, if you have social media profiles and they clicked on those, you can see from where did the click originated from, like is it like Finland or US or something, what time and so forth. So after a meeting, you could, for example, find out if they, if they were interested and actually started researching, which could be like a ping for you to get in touch with them as like, hey guys, you know, have you thought about our proposal? That kind of stuff. I think that's one of the reasons why I would want to log in in terms of the application. Absolutely. Because of the analytics. Of course, yeah. I mean, all of that data with paper cards, it's just been in a black box. Nobody's been able to analyze it. Nobody's been able to measure yeah. it. So the goal from an analytical perspective is bring these data points online so that you can actually make some sort of impactful decision or insight. Um, you know, build engagement, what channels are performing better, where's the traffic heading, should I be posting more content somewhere else? You know, that's something that, um, you know, really is, it can be powerful for certain users. I was thinking, I don't know if you support this feature, but I thought it'd be really cool if you could actually tag in some way and kind of like, so if I go to a meeting with a very important potential prospect, I could actually somehow tag that the next tabs will come from a specific client and that would create unique links. So when he specifically, he then clicks on my social media links or, you know, clicks on other links, I would receive information saying that this specific prospect he clicked on the links. I think that'd be so cool. Yeah, it's it's a very um, thin line of what can be <laughs> happening from privacy and GDPR. Yeah. Um, but with lead generation, naturally the prospect is willingly entering and giving their information. Yeah. So that usually mitigates um, a lot of that privacy concern. So if that function is utilized, then you do have more data that's not as anonymous. So yeah, it's it's a pull and and, and push kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's it's a fine line. Yeah, yeah. All right, very good. So thank you so much, Joey. I enjoy using your product. Very nice to have you on the podcast. It was a pleasure to talk to you. All the best of luck to your company, and uh, I'm going to log in and check out your your new UI and see how it's faring. And I got got really excited about the home widget. So I'll yeah. take take that for a spin as well next time I go to a meeting. Thank you so much for doing this and have a great day. Yeah, thank day. you too. I appreciate your time. And um, yeah, uh, head to mobilocard.com. If you have any other questions, you can always reach out. Uh, as I mentioned, we're, we're always here. Thank you. Take Cheers. care, guys. Bye.